Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. And welcome to the NFL recap. I did miss week one, but I'm back for week two. I'm going to give some updates on my fantasy teams. I'm going to talk about some of the major stories that's been going on in the NFL. I'm also going to give you some picks to take to the window for week three. And speaking of taking picks to the window for week three, let's go to a flashback. For week one, take Baltimore Ravens money line, Kansas City Chiefs money line, Rams money line, Philly money line, and Chargers money line. Those five teams on one ticket, no matter how much money you put on it, is coming back a winner. You're welcome in advance. Now, if you played those five teams in the parlay, you're welcome. You definitely won. And I will also be giving you another five-team parlay that will be a definite winner in this podcast. Stay tuned. New England Patriots signed troublesome receiver Antonio Brown. I'm not sure if he'll even finish the season with the Patriots. He definitely appears to have some issues with authority. He may also need to check into a mental health institution. Playing football and taking hits to the head can definitely alter your state of mind. In terms of football and football only, he is most definitely a top five NFL receiver. That being said, he probably did not face much resistance as a college player at Central Michigan College. He probably got away with a lot and was not disciplined his entire time there. That does not translate well when you make it to the NFL. There are numerous examples of that, but I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. And now that Antonio Brown is on the New England Patriots, he has to shape up or they'll ship him out. They don't need him. They're going to crush teams regardless whether they have him or not. There are some organizations that you can go to and act up. This is not one of them. They will kick him out. The New England Patriots take discipline very seriously. It doesn't matter who you are. Malcolm Butler, cornerback and hero of Super Bowl 49 with the interception at the goal line versus the Seattle Seahawks, was benched in Super Bowl 52 for disciplinary reasons in which the Patriots lost to the Eagles. I'm pretty sure the Patriots could have used them, but that organization and Bill Belichick does not care who you are. You do something wrong by him and you're benched. The Patriots also released the best receiver of all time, in my opinion, Randy Moss, and I still don't understand to this day why they released him. He was absolutely still at the top of his game before he got cut by the Patriots. And Antonio Brown does not even compare to Randy Moss when you want to talk pure talent. Randy Moss has better hands, better speed. He's taller. So if they'll let go of Randy Moss, get it together, A.B., get it together. Speaking of diva wide receivers, Cleveland Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. has a false sense of reality ever since he made that one-handed catch versus the Dallas Cowboys in Giants Stadium. He wore a $350,000 Richard Milley watch during the game versus the Titans in Week 1, in which they lost, by the way. And not only lost, they got crushed. And even though it's against the rules of the NFL, he still said that he would wear it for week two. Shame on him. Now, luckily, he used his better judgment and did not actually wear the watch when he suited up against the Jets in week two. And one of his accusations were correct. He did say he was being picked on and he had a key role in the first possession of the game. And they took him out the game because one of the refs said that the visor on his helmet was not NFL approved. So he had to come out of the game and get his visor changed. But ultimately, it didn't matter. The Cleveland Browns crushed the Jets like they were supposed to. Let's just hope going forward, Odell Beckham has less and less distractions. He is a great talent, and they have a young core. That team can go far. I don't think they're going to do much this year. But if they stay together and they learn each other and they build chemistry, that Cleveland Browns team won't be the joke of the NFL any longer. Odell Beckham was also cut from a team that takes discipline very serious. So between Odell Beckham Jr. and Antonio Brown being cut from 
the Giants and the Steelers respectively, two organizations that take discipline seriously. I hope that all the incoming wide receivers and football players in general can learn from this and do what they need to do and just be the elite talent that you are and play the game the way it's supposed to be played. Please. Now to the action on the field. These are my takeaways from the season thus far. Allen Rodgers did a decent job for a quarterback going against a tough Bears defense, given the fact that he did not play a single down in the preseason, right? Shows you how important the preseason is. Green Bay is now 2-0 after beating the Vikings in Week 2. As long as Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy, the Green Bay Packers will definitely be a contender this season for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to get crazy and say they'll win, but they'll definitely make the playoffs and be a contender. Another one of my favorite quarterbacks, Cam Newton, may not be ready for regular season football just yet. They lost in Week 1, but that was expected versus the LA Rams. But in Week 2, they should have definitely beat the Tampa Bay Bucks at home. They didn't beat him at home because he does have a sore foot, and I know he may not want to sit, but it may be best for him to sit down this week three just so he can give himself a little bit more time to get healthy so if he wants to play the full season, he can do it without any lingering or nagging injuries. Cam Newton does not have the speed he once used to, so he'll need to have that foot healthy to avoid the hits. He should not be taking as many hits this late in his career. They're only playing the Arizona Cardinals, who are winless, so with or without Cam, that should not be much trouble for the Carolina Panthers, week three. More coming up after the break. If you would like to help support this podcast and its release of routine episodes, please click the link in the bio to make a donation. Thank you. You can also email the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs is a beast, and he's following up last year's amazing season with another amazing season this year. In fact, I personally believe that if D4 didn't get the offsides penalty last year versus the New England Patriots, that Kansas City Chiefs would definitely be Super Bowl champions. He is in his third year, but it's really more like his second. Patrick Mahomes came out in the same drive class as Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans and Mitch Trubisky of the Chicago Bears. Comparatively, Deshaun Watson started in 24 games and won 15 of them. Mitch Trubisky started in 28 games and won 16 of them. Patrick Mahomes started in 19 games and won 15 of the 19 games he has started in. That's GOAT status. Week 1, they beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville by two touchdowns. Week 2 was even better for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Even though they were down 0-10 after one quarter versus the Oakland Raiders, they came out in the second quarter and Patrick Mahomes had an all-time historic performance. They scored four touchdowns in one quarter and didn't need to do any more scoring after that. The final score of that game was 28-10, but Patrick Mahomes had four touchdowns in one quarter. He is off to a great start. The Chiefs are 2-0 and none of those two games have been close or shown any signs of competition. But that's going to change this weekend when they play the Baltimore Ravens, and I'll get to that later in the show. In that first game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, Nick Foles was injured, and he's going to be out for quite a while. He broke his collarbone. And to add insult to injury, Gardner Minshew, backup quarterback, rallied his team back versus the Houston Texans to down by one with 30 seconds to go. They were down by one, and instead of going for the tie and extra point, the coach decided to go for two to win the game. The two-point conversion failed. Leonard Fournette was stopped before he can get the ball over the goal line, 
and star cornerback Jalen Ramsey lost his mind and he got into an argument with the coach and it was heated and it was all caught on camera on the field. Through his agent, he has demanded a trade, but after a couple of days, he has backed off of those trade talks and said he would like to continue his career with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are 0-2. Thursday night football, they will be playing the Tennessee Titans. That's Mariota versus Minshew. That will be an interesting QB matchup. Thursday night football is normally low scoring, and these are two of the most low scoring teams in the NFL. So just look for a very highly contested defensive game. Hopefully Jalen Ramsey could come away with a win and an interception and calm down with the trade talks. But if he doesn't and he wants to ask for a trade, I hope he gets traded to the Kansas City Chiefs because that will put them over the top and make them the best, the best, the best threat to take out the New England Patriots. Speaking of the New England Patriots, they are also 2-0. None of their games have been close either. They have yet to be tested. Antonio Brown had a great debut. The New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs are at the top of the top in the NFL. New Orleans Saints had a thrilling victory in Week 1 versus the Houston Texans with the field goal to win the game. Week 2 for the Saints and Drew Brees was a complete nightmare. They didn't even have to wait long to get their rematch versus the Rams, but it did not go the way they wanted for multiple reasons. Last season in the NFC Championship, ref decided to put the whistles in their pockets when Nikhil Robbie Coleman leveled Tommy Lee Lewis and there was no pass interference called. Fast forward to the rematch in Week 2, Cameron Jordan picks up a fumble and returns it for a touchdown, and that's called back by the refs. I don't know what the refs have against the Saints, but it seems personal. Now, not only did the Saints lose the game, they also lost Drew Brees for maybe six to eight weeks. He injured his thrown hand when he hit the hand of Aaron Donald. The Rams are also off to a 2-0 start. But they played an injury cam in Week 1 and got help from the refs in Week 2, so I don't know how proud they should be of that 2-0 record. Now, because the Saints lost Drew Brees, that means I also lost Drew Brees. I had Drew Brees on my fantasy team. Luckily for me, my backup is better than the Saints' backup. My backup is actually Dak Prescott, and I feel pretty good about that this far. I'm in two leagues. The one I take serious, I'm undefeated. The other one, I'm 0-2. Now, I did not see the Miami Dolphins taking a dive this year. They are tanking purposely, and they are trading all of their good players, and it seems like they're going out of their way to lose games this season. I believe every team in the league that faces them will beat them. I do think they'll go 0-16. The Miami Dolphins do not want to win this year, and every win in the NFL is important, so there are no teams that's going to let the Miami Dolphins beat them with the minimal talent that they have after getting rid of every good player that they have. If you are a gambler, do not put the Miami Dolphins on your ticket for a winner. Only pick them as losers. Speaking of teams to stay away from, Stay away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost Ben Roethlisberger for the year, and their backup is Mason Rudolph, and I don't know what his resume is. He might be good. He might not be. But for the gamblers, stay away from Pittsburgh, and for Pittsburgh fans, tough luck. The 2-0 teams thus far are Packers, Chiefs, Rams, Patriots, Ravens, Cowboys, Bills, Niners, and the Seahawks. Two of these undefeated teams play each other, and it will be a very, very highly contested, most likely high-scoring game, and that's the Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and that brings me into my five-team free parlay giveaway. Now, like I said in the beginning of this pod, I was five for five on my first five-game parlay. Hopefully, you took that five-teamer to the window and put some cash in your pockets. Get ready to do the same this time. For week three, 
your guaranteed winners will be Cowboys money line, Packers money line, Chiefs money line, Patriots money line, and Vikings money line. If you are in a state where gambling is legal like I am here in New Jersey, take those picks to the window and you will win. Good luck. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter to thank me for these picks at Limitless underscore E. Talk to you next time. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at LimitlessEPod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.